<clears throat> Forever and always, I'm always here. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Forever and Always, a podcast about Baywatch by a Baywatch fan for Baywatch fans all around the world. And um, <clears throat> to introduce myself, uh, once again, it's me, Tom Boatwater, and uh, I am thrilled, 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 over the moon exactly, um, to be back for episode nine. We had a brief detour um, last week with episode 8.5, and I think it was a really, really dynamite episode, and um, I'm getting a lot, a lot of feedback, um, you know, just about the artwork, um, and the mailbag, uh, you know, theme itself. And people seem very, um, very excited about this. And uh, I'm certainly very excited about it. In fact, um, you can see here, um, Wade, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, I got your, I got, have it upside down, but um, <laughs> I do have your work framed. And uh, <clears throat> Leonardo, uh, fear not, um, yours is being framed as well. I'm having that a little bit more professionally done than this one. Um, for reasons that I think, um, you know, are <laughs> pretty obvious. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a lot of housekeeping to get to today. We have a very full slate um, on the program, but I do, you know, just briefly want to touch on, um, you know, you're probably saying to yourself, Tom, where's the hat? Um, <laughs> and um, yes, I know that is probably a shock to many of you. But um, on the way back from the um, interrogation, <laughs> it was more of just a, uh, you know, a um, casual interview, I guess I would call it, um, with the FBI and the uh, Department of Treasury, um, which the details of that I really um, <laughs> I was told explicitly not to get into um, on the show today. Um, definitely hoping that's something we can um, all share and have a laugh about Um Maybe once the trials and uh, court cases and subpoenas and uh, things of this nature <laughs> um, have been sorted out. And um, we'll definitely we'll definitely dive into that because I think there's some really, um, really interesting things to talk about. <clears throat> pardon me. Pardon me. Um, but, yes, I'm sure you're wondering, Tom, where's your hat? You know, you love that hat and we love the hat. And um, as I was traveling back from the, um, you know, the federal building, uh, I was at a bus stop, and um, as you know, those of you who in the um, are in the Decatur area, uh, DW, I know <laughs> you're probably in your um, yellow rain slicker right now. It's been quite quite blustery and um, windy and rainy, and um, in my haste, I didn't bring an umbrella. And um, needless to say, the hat got completely drenched. And as I was waiting on the bus to um, come back and um, do my duties here at the church, obviously. Um, the wind just flat out just blew my blew the hat right off of my head, <laughs> and it landed into a um, large puddle, uh, which which I hope is just water. But um, uh, we'll see. You know, the results of that are to be determined. Um, so I ran and I grabbed the hat and I picked it up and I put it under my coat and I said, "Oh, we got to get this. You know, we got to get this sorted out. Obviously, you know." <clears throat> And so I eschewed the bus and I said, there's no time to wait on something like this. 
And so I ran and I ran and I ran and um, I went. And now again, if you are in the Decatur area, this is a place I'm going to highly recommend. This is Haley's Dry Cleaning and Alterations Store. And um, I ran in there and I you know, burst through the door in a cloud of rain. And um, I said, I need to talk to Haley. Where's Haley? You know, I didn't, you know, I need to talk to the expert on this. Um, and so I, you know, she came back from the from the back and I said, and I displayed the hat and I said, Haley, please tell me you can, um, you know, you can clean this and get it, you know, back to its original vibrant red form. And, uh, you know, I started getting into where I found it, uh, you know, at the um, <clears throat> at the flea market and, um, you know, how important it is to the podcast and how important it is to Baywatch, the lore of the show. You know, it's kind of intertwined itself in, in, as part of the lore. And, um, you know, after about 15 minutes of me explaining, she said, OK, 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 please just stop uh, talking. <laughs> and uh, she says, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll wash it, you know, whatever, <laughs> essentially. And uh, so I'm hoping to hear back on that in a few days. And uh, again, if you need any um, any alterations or shoe repair or dry cleaning, obviously, or anything of this nature, I really, really highly recommend you uh, get on down to. Um, you know, Haley's dry cleaning and operations. It's really a dynamite organization. And I couldn't, I really could not recommend it more. Um, <laughs> so there's the story of the hat. And, um, you know, I, I think we're all crossing our fingers on that one. So <laughs> uh, fear not. I think we're, uh, I think we're definitely in good hands. So pardon me, pardon me. <clears throat> And, um, you know, beyond the FBI, you know, pseudo investigations, not pseudo, beyond the realm of the FBI um, investigation, interrogation, conversation, uh, not really much has been going on. I've been uh, carrying on with my duties here. And I think, you know, on that note, I think we are very, very close to being able to pass that old Boatwater white glove test up here. Um, it's been a long struggle to get there and we're not there yet, but we're getting close. We're getting close. <clears throat> So I want to really, really, really get back on track and dig right back into that pilot. Um, and I think we, you know, no time like the present, as they say. <laughs> so I'm just going to dive right in. And we are, I believe we left off around the 10 minute mark. Um, I'll have to go double check on that. Maybe check your records on that as well. Um, but we are at panic at the pier and um this is you know again a really emotional really dynamite episode and, um, <clears throat> i believe we last left off where you know the scene where um you know after a very very cool and um <clears throat> very hip um you know hand clapping again i don't want to you know get back into that too much i've been working on it but um we're not we're definitely not there yet um we are left with hobie <clears throat> and you know mitch's ex-wife um leaving you know leaving the parking lot hobie runs down and gets in the car and um you know mitch's ex-wife stares up and um hobie is they're both staring up at mitch and mitch is staring back down you know wistfully and um you know it does bring to mind um that many many goodbyes are um you know can be sad you know it, it's just a fact of life um you know, time goes on and there are certain situations where you do have to say goodbye to people. And uh, I know that can be, you know, a very, very, um, you know, emotional event. And um, <clears throat> it does, you know, bring me back to, um, you know, my former um, babysitter. 
supervisorial companion, um, JF. And, um, you know, after the lightning strike, I think, um, you know, we definitely had to say goodbye to her. And, um, while there are definitely many, many aspects that, um, I do not miss, mostly the incessant, um, TV watching and, uh, non-bay watch watching, and <laughs> if you will, and the mumbling and grumbling. And, uh, obviously, um, you know, I, I don't miss being left outside to be struck by lightning <laughs> or nearly near near human lightning strike. I don't want to mislead. Um, but it was certainly, you know, there there are times when I say, you know, there were, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of times. I don't necessarily want to call them good. <laughs> but um, as in life um, and as in Baywatch, obviously, sometimes these moments definitely can be bittersweet. And um, I think it's important to keep in mind, you know, in these situations you come to, um, and even with the congregation at the church, um, following, um, following the upheaval with the pastor, which is still very much in flux, um, very much, um, on the run situation is <laughs> probably as much as I can say about that. <laughs> um, I've definitely been missing, uh, you know, the congregation here at church, but, um, Again, I think it's um, it's always important to keep in mind that um, <clears throat> when you say goodbye, it's just really an opportunity to say, you know, hello down the road. And um, that's something that I, you know, I always think of when I see this episode. And uh, while it can be, you know, emotional, it's definitely um, it's definitely not something to, you know, it's not a permanent situation typically, you know, and, and it's only as permanent as you make it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave that there. Um, <clears throat> now this one in, in specific, um, for me personally, I did not, you know, seeing Hobie leave, I did not find that, um, you know, bittersweet at all. It was really just sweet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there was, you know, I could tell Mitch was upset, but, um, you know, as, as a viewer and as, a you know, a fan, I just thought, finally, <laughs> enough already. <laughs> but, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. Mm -mm -mm, that is so good. So, um, as the car drives away, um, you know, Mitch finally turns back to the bay and, you know, you know, as a viewer and as a fan, I'm just left with, yes, it's time, you know, it's time for Mitch to put his focus back on where it belongs, you know, um, the ocean and uh, lifeguarding and saving people and being a leader and um, things, of you know, things of this nature. And um, we cut from that scene directly on the dock. Well, not directly. There's a little um, kind of interstitial with some uh, minor players where a lifeguard truck gets stuck underneath the dock in high tide and the waves are crashing over and a, a woman falls off the pier and um, he has to be rescued by a part-time lifeguard but none of these things are really important um, and we just you know there's with so much um, information to pack in we don't really have time to cover some of these more minor storylines of people you know being rescued by non-mitch entities and things like this um so you know maybe on some bonus episodes or something like that we'll maybe cover some of these um again like your billy warlocks and people like that and you know erica aliniacs and um we just again we did we only have so much time in a day <laughs> and um I do have something quite special cooking up for the 10th episode, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so after, you know, you get through some of these minor storylines, uh, we are cut directly into the locker room and you hear some kind of, there's a little shift in the tone of the music. It's more of a, 
bow, 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 you know, a little light comedic, um, you know, bass line and tones like this. Um, <laughs> and you see, and it pan, the camera pans up from the floor and you see these really, um, you know, very uh, professional, you know, black shoes and khaki pants, which I love. And, um, um, and then you, as you're fitting up, you say to yourself, I know this is Mitch, you know, you can tell just by the stature and, it, you know, we go all the way up and Mitch is not in his lifeguard clothes, you know, he's in this very uh, formal uniform and you're wondering, wait a minute, what is going on here? Um, and we are essentially being shown that Mitch has gained a very large promotion, um, you know, within the, the you know, the greater lifeguard um, hierarchy, I guess you could say. And he is no longer, you know, on the bottom, you know, out on the pier, and which was very, uh, you know, distressing for me, even watching the first time. And you can tell, in fact, that it is distressing for Mitch as he feels like a real fish out of water in these clothes, you know. And the guys, you know, um, one of the guys in the locker room saying, you know, what's with the shoes, Mitch, you know. <laughs> oh, look at Mitch, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, and you can tell again, he's very uncomfortable in this situation. You know, Mitch is a man of action and, um, it appears, well, let, let me not get ahead of myself. And then we, we are cut into the, you know, the kind of common area, I guess. And Mitch gives a very, very rousing speech and he's introduced by a very older lifeguard, um, which I thought was, you know, this guy has to be in the sixties or maybe even seventies and a very diminutive. And I thought to myself, this guy must be one heck of a swimmer <laughs> to still be, you know, uh, involved in these life-saving missions, you know, these very terrifying and scary missions. Um, he must be a heck of a swimmer at his age. So I'm sure we'll learn more about him. Um, but Mitch does give a very, very rousing speech. You know, he says, you know, I don't, I don't want to misquote, but it's something of the essence of, you know, guys, you know, I know what it's like out there. And, um, you know, what I want you to do is, uh, you know, do your best and, you know, make sure when you're swimming, you're swimming as fast as you can and running as fast as you can and, you know, things of this. But he ends it with, I think, was a great, great note. He says, and don't make me look bad. <laughs> so if you're ever worried about Mitch becoming a, uh, you know, real stick in the mud uh, suit, I, I think he alleviated all our fears with that nice little dose of humor, uh, which I thought was just absolutely dynamite. <clears throat> but again, as a viewer, I'm coming in cold, you know, not to spoil anything. I, I was certainly um, worried and I thought, you know, this is doesn't make this doesn't add up. You know, um, Mitch is a man of action. He's not a you know pencil pusher, you know. Um, you know, he's not a real administrative kind of guy. And, uh, you know, you see that in life, you know, um, and I've seen it certainly just as, you know, an anecdote. I've seen it in the um, in the in the Baywatch world, you know, um, you know, there are many, many people I've uh, grown up um, as I've become my journey. I'm becoming a real Baywatch buff and Baywatch expert. Um, I've seen many of my most inspirational people. You know, these guys are authoring newsletters and doing two or three videos a day on, you know, really breaking down these character moments, get kind of caught up in the more. Um, I don't know how to really say this, and I'm not trying to be insulting, but really more just of the administrative side of things. And, you know, I've seen him delve into, you know, ranking some of these, you know, minor characters on a one to 10 scale and really giving um, the individual episodes, you know, a star rating or things like this. And I just, for me, that is not something that I'm interested in. I'm really, you know, much like Mitch, um, 
prior to his promotion, I'm really just I'm diving right into these episodes, you know, and it's less about um, ranking them or, you know, assigning a numeric value, more about just just really um, sinking your teeth into these things and really um, getting out all the lessons that we can learn. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess that is part of life in some ways. And, uh, you know, at first this janitorial thing was kind of a hobby and I was having fun with it. But now I'm really, you know, really gearing up for that uh, boat water, um, you know, white glove test. So I kind of I can sympathize with Mitch in this situation. You know, sometimes you have to take a step back in order to take a step forward, <laughs> as they say. Um, so, yeah, you know, everybody is, you know, obviously very, um, riled, you know, riled up and very pumped to get out there on the beach after that rousing speech from, um, from Mitch. And, um, you know what? I actually think that is a pretty good note, uh, to leave us up on. And, um, I will say this to you going into the weekend, you know, <laughs> don't make me look bad out there, <laughs> anchors. <laughs> And um, I want to say, again, I touched on it earlier, but I do have something really, really dynamite planned for our 10th episode. And I think it's a big milestone, um, not only for us, you know, the anchors and uh, forever and always, and um, but just the kind of greater um, Baywatch community um, on the whole. I think it's going to be really, really fun. And uh, I guess let's just say um, I'll pull some tricks out of my hat <laughs> if I if I get it back. So, Haley, I'd love if you to get in touch and let me know the status of that. <laughs> So, until then, I'm always here.